After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. After School Special Podcast. So a story that I heard from a friend of mine was they went to Vegas for a job. They got there, deployed for a job in the Air Force. They're going down the strip. So they go to this one strip club and they're in there having a good time. And the guy, the bouncer like, you guys are Air Force, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah, we're Air Force and stuff like that. Because they showed their IDs to get a discount. He was like, all right, come with me. So what he did was he took them to another room within the strip club. And he was like, it was, the guy who I was talking to was like, man, we got in there. You would have thought it was just, we were like VIPs when we got in there. It was girls like wrestling and ice cream. They're just oh having a God. stripping and wrestling. <laughs> they had an ice cream room? Oh, yeah, they're in there like oh, kissing damn. and stri- uh, stripping and doing all kinds of stuff. And it instantly talked, took me to our topic today of stand-up comedians because that scene <laughs> that, with that John took Candy oh, yeah. wrestling with the girls, the oh. blood wrestling in Strike. I so I, I, I was thinking about that. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, but is there really a big difference between stripping and stand-up comedy? Because let's face it. That's true. You're both on stage. You're both on stage. You're both out there putting all you got out to an entire audience. And you're trying your best to get out of it what you put into it. You know, so I don't I think, think I've heard of any strip uh, comedians that were naked, except for Tig Nicotero. She wasn't naked. She just took her shirt off. Well, so. Tig but it wasn't in the way you. Tig Nicotero. Tig Nicotero. But it wasn't in the way that you guys are thinking. She had a double mastectomy and she mm. was trying to show off, you know, like, hey, you know, Girl Boy was the comedy set. So oh, that's what it was. Oh, okay. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. John, I don't I don't know if that's because one is pussy and dicks and the other is word of mouth. Well one it one is talk well one is pussies and dicks and one is talking about pussies and dicks. So yeah, pussy, one is yeah, ta- that's true. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I supported yeah. you, John. I, I think I got where you're going with it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so stand-up comedians going through kind of my memories as to re- like remembering who who was the first person or who was the uh, the first stand-up that I watched, and it always comes back to fucking Gallagher. And like I remember Gallagher was the first stand-up yeah. comedian. I did not come here tonight to make you laugh. I came here to sell you something. I want you to pay particular attention because the amazing Master Tool Corporation, a subsidiary of Fly-By-Night Industries, has entrusted who? Me. To show you the handiest and the dandiest kitchen tool you've ever seen. And don't you want to know how it works? And I'll be honest with you, I don't want to see Gallagher stripping. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, maybe in a a string bikini. I don't know. That would be probably pretty funny. But I remember going to my grandmother's. She lived in Vegas, so we would visit her every two years. And she had, like, the black box, so she had all the channels, the pay-per-view channels, and a little station back in the day that no one had heard of called Comedy central yeah and so they had different shows on there but they had the gallagher special and i remember watching gallagher and being completely amazed everyone else has these like cool fucking stories like yeah i listened to richard Pryor, and i just wanted to be him and like eddie murphy and george carlin and i'm fucking gallagher i'm not actually fucking gallagher but i watched gallagher (laughs) yeah yeah the syntax there good good clarification yeah (laughs) was it like i remember comedy central was it more or less was like not a well-known channel you had ben stein's money yes Um, yes that was a good one and that was the start of Jimmy Kimmel. And then I'm trying to the think. The Man of Show. What, the Man Show was another Man Show one. wasn't even a thing when I yeah. first started watching it. But there was Bill Clinton's brother was on there all the time. Yeah. Like a whole summer what? he was hosting Comedy Central. Bill Clinton's oh, fucking stepbrother. You know how uh, yeah. Jimmy Carter had, uh, what's his name? Billy uh, Bush. Uh, Billy, no. Billy Bob? Billy, Billy Carter. Billy Beer. Well, it's, yeah, yeah, Billy Carter. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Billy, Billy Beer. Billy Beer. 
Well, that uh, what is it? Bill Clinton's brother was hosting it, which more or less like who the fuck is Bill Clinton's brother? <laughs> that is bizarre. I never, I had never heard. I think of he that. was like working at a Wendy's at the time, and they just pulled him. and yeah. Thought it was funny. <laughs> Gave him a bunch of beer. <laughs> they just like, why not? You know. What what about so you say Gallagher was your introduction because and that's a good good way to get introduced because with your grandma being in Vegas for me I didn't have that luxury so I got introduced via TV through Sanford and Son will mm. probably be my first introduction to comedy or a comedic actor slash well, comedian. You big dummy. You big cold-blooded dummy. <laughs> you big dummy. See what you did? Yeah. What's his yeah. name? Uh, he uh, red uh, red fox. fox. He was a stand-up. Yeah, he would. He did stand-up, and I didn't see the stand-up growing up. I just knew his show, and his comedic timing was just spot on. And in today's age, I don't think people would even get it. But if you watched his stand-up, which I watched later on, it's fantastic. He t- told a joke one time about two guys who were going that played tricks on one another. So the one guy. <laughs> The one guy got a blow-up dial, and he took it in the back room, and he called his friend over. He's like, man, I got this hell of a freak over here. I just can't handle it. I need your help over here with her. So that's what he told the joke at. So the guy comes over. He's like, where's she at? He greased his dial up, and he had it blew up in the back room in the lights out. And his friend is like, where's she at? I want to get at her. So he opens the back door. He said, have at her, man. He runs in there, and he said it gets loud i mean he hears like glasses falling off the table and shit's flying every which way and his friend comes out and he's just like man that's a freak man that's an animal and he's like what do you mean he's like man i was doing her this way i was doing it that way i bit her on the ass and she farted and flew out the window <laughs> <laughs> and, and that was one of his triple x jokes at the at the show uh because he was performing in vegas at the time yep and the other thing that he said was that what made him so great was he would be drinking out of a, a titty cup. Like it was a mug in the shape of a titty. And he was like, yeah, this is this is the perfect woman. Like he'd be drinking, drinking out of that. And he, I just loved his, how he performed because uh, he would, he included the audience. He'd be like, how many of y'all in here are uh, married? And everybody raised their hand. And he'd be like, how many of y'all in here are uh, with children? And how many of y'all got a husband or whatever? And he'd be like, you motherfuckers, you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just great, man. So that was my introduction I watched him young, and then when I got older, I got into him, and then I branched out into other comedians. I was going to say, actually, Red Fox, when he was performing in Vegas, he would only buy keno tickets from one person my mom oh yeah you told us that yep yep they they were on like a first name basis that is my mom's claim to fame and uh i don't know she she hints at something oh a red fox yeah yeah she she hints (laughs) but i don't know if that's true and then uh, a couple uh nine months later my brother was born Oh, <laughs> so i don't know so can i can i ask outside of gallagher what other comedians led you to liking stand-up for me george carlin was a big one uh eddie murphy oh yeah was another specifically though i didn't start really getting into like comedy comedy like my brother was dane cook and all these uh because as much as people want to say dane cook is terrible yeah he stole jokes at the time but everyone loved him at one point yes he was very uh, hot in the late 2000s yeah. yeah um but what really got me into comedy more was opie and anthony listening to them yes. going to like in high school or whatnot listening to them on my drive in specifically jim norton and patrice o'neill mm-hmm. when i would hear them i wanted to know more 
And then, you know, Rogan was on there. Bill Burr was on there. All these East Coast comedians, because I didn't give a shit about any of the West Coast ones or a comedy store or anything like yeah. that. So that's where my stuff started coming, like getting in. And I think Jim Norton and Patrice... But then you have like Mitch Hedberg and all these guys. Like high school is where I started really paying attention more to comedy. Mm -hmm. And then it started getting bigger for me. I wouldn't even say in college it dissipated again. But like I've always my favorite comedian of all time is probably Patrice O'Neill. Yeah, he was funny. Man. Yeah. And it's a shame that the world didn't get to get enough of him. I mean, I know for me, listening to his interviews were fantastic. I really enjoyed hearing his point of view and his spin like he could talk to anybody he didn't uh, give it he didn't give a yeah. shit it was it wasn't even more like it wasn't even a stand-up where it was a performance piece he was like yelling at the audience sometimes yeah people would get the joke most people wouldn't you know like yeah. and it's the same thing as like if for Chappelle now is is more or less like jazz and actually i'm gonna take back the statement because i watched the special all the way through it's a damn good special and i think i had said at one point it was like an old man yelling at kids and so I you saw it twice oh, okay yeah, and I'm just like, hell no. Anyways, oh my I, I re I rewatched it and it is damn fucking good. Yeah. And that is a line that, you know, you a lot of comedians just know how to work that line, and he did fantastic. I, now with Patrice, yeah. with Patrice, it was for me, it was more like a, a battle a lot of the time because some of the jokes wouldn't land. Yeah. And but the thing is, is like like it would he would try to get a rise out of the audience, you know, doing crowd work and whatnot. And yeah. uh, and I watched the documentary, I think it was on Comedy Central about Patrice, and it definitely kind of opened more up because it, it kind of re, uh, reinstated what I was saying all along, where it was like it was more of a battle. Yeah, like he was roasting people constantly. But yeah, I'm trying to think, Dennis Leary was another one, but I, I like Leary too, and I like Miller. I know a lot of Dennis Miller. Judging. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis Miller was funny, too, or is funny. And I wanted to talk about briefly for the audience Comic View, because for me growing up, I got into Comic View in junior high because that's what a lot of my friends at the time were watching. And Comic View and Deaf Comedy Jam had a lineage of comedic actors come through. You had Kevin Hart, Chris Tucker, Chris Rock, Steve Harvey. Bernie Mac, D.L. Hughley. Who am I missing? I think Chappelle was on uh, there once. He was. Yeah, yeah. So you had a whole lineage. You said Martin, people, right? You know, Martin. Martin was on there. Oh, he's the I remember too. Martin roasted Lawrence Taylor and uh, <laughs> LT. LT. And he, LT. He Lawrence Taylor and he roasted uh, Ice T at the same time. It was funny. <laughs> he was like, look at them two motherfuckers sitting next to each other. Their mama must have been like an albino linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny. I, I just enjoy And see, that's the thing that you're not going to see. And then the messed up part, DL did an interview on The Breakfast Club a long time ago where he said, Cosby tried to have that canceled, who uh, at another time was a decent comedian. But Cosby tried to have it canceled because he wanted comedy to be like him. He didn't want black comedy to be the way it was. So he that's why he was trying to get Def Comedy Jam squashed. He was never like, understood yeah. that. I yeah. never understood that because I, I, I had heard well, like doing research on some of this stuff. Yeah. Same thing where it's it's almost this like bland. Not to say that, OK, we can give credit where credit's due, you know, Bill Cosby, some of the jokes, his stand-ups were pretty good. The but, entertainer is good. The person is just horrific. Uh, yeah, piece of yeah. shit. But yeah. the fact that you're stifling, you know, talent in general because you want something to look like it's then just comedy is stilted. Yeah, he wanted homogenized comedy. Like, yeah, you, it, yeah, and you can't do that. Everybody's life is different. And just think about that. If you, if that would have happened, where he would have canceled that stand-up. 
you wouldn't have had the people that you have right now. Another person come to mind, a white comedian that I like, Gary Owens, he's funny. Uh, you know, I'm going back and forth, but there are a lot of comedians that have to rise up through at through adversity. Another a person that comes to mind for me is Jim Carrey. I watched the Jim Carrey story a long time ago. You know, dude was in his car before they got him on in living color mm -hmm. because he was pretty much living out of his car at that time. And he got he was known as James Carey on In Living Color. And I mean, fuck, who can't think of a character he did on there? Fire Marshal Bill, you know, oh <laughs> yeah. uh, Venus de Milo, the bodybuilder. Oh, um, yep. I, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, dude is a hell of an impressionist. And I just I could I could go on about Jim Carrey because that type of comedy has his comedy has led him to some great blockbusters. You know, me, myself and Irene, The Mask. Ace Ventura, Peck Detective. I could go as far as Liar Liar. Yep. You know, he he has some really good comedy and he's brought out some of his characters before. A, another a family that's funny is the Wayne's family. They're fantastic. All those guys are hilarious, at least to me. You know, you have Keenan Ivory Wayans, Damon Wayans. Who else you got out there? Well, would we consider them? Because I don't think they done they've stand done stand-up they've done stand-up yeah I, I think keenan has but i don't think the marlon marlon's keenan done stand-up oh he has okay damon hasn't marlon did stand up and i think sean may have done stand-up i'm not sure but they he just are, had they a, are a, very a hbo special john and aaron uh marlon did i think last year oh really okay. yeah. yeah hbo you got dag david allen greer he's another one shit yeah yeah uh, I'm trying to think. Well, like, so we're, we're naming off a lot of greats and how we started. Except Don, you you haven't really uh, you really haven't put that out there. What got you? What got you started, Don, on comedy? What got me into comedy? Well, if we were kids, it's fucking cartoons, man. The comedy I went for wasn't intellectual. It wasn't like nuanced. It was like the goofy humor shit, like a fucking Chris Farley or fucking Jim Carrey, or like like. People on Saturday Night Live that did the goofiest shit. But as I got older, uh, like mid '90s, I first heard my like my real comedy special, and that's when I was driving, I think, to Atlanta from Detroit. And my brother was going to college, and he was driving us to where he was going to live, and he put on Chris Rock, Bigger and Blacker. And I don't know how my mom tolerated this because she was, uh, I think, she was born again at that time. <laughs> But it shit was so funny. And you know how Chris Rock's humor is. It's not just over-the-top profanity. It was like things that make you think. AIDS is scary, man. I took my AIDS test, passed it, got 65. <laughs> and um, I remember we got a kick out of that that uh, that bit he had about uh, trying to... Uh, this, might, this might not even be the same fucking special. But I remember him saying something about his daughter... Trying to get his daughter to not be a stripper and, be in, <laughs> and not wearing those clear clear heel um shoes or the fucking heels <laughs> so that's really man i was i was a i hunted for goofy comedy like the over-the-top shit but now that i'm an old man i like the more slow down take your time yeah. make me laugh and make me think at the same time but back then oh it was fucking tiny tunes it was all i was all over the fucking place i i don't know if i was I, were you like were you guys like me were you guys looking for humor as a kid? Um, I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't say I was looking for humor. I think I, it just something that you come across. Yeah. Later on, but I, I wanted to ask in film class, do you guys remember them showing like the Stooges and what's the other guy I'm thinking of right now? What's his um, name? Bruce 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 Kelly? No, Jim Kelly? No, no. The, sorry. It's a comedian. Uh, he was a comedian actor, but he was during the silent film era. It yeah, was, that's oh, what I'm God. talking about. 
Who? Not not Chaplin. The other guy, guy. Bruce uh, Kelly. Uh, Bruce, damn, what is his name? What is his name? Uh, Bruce Keaton. No, something Keaton. Uh, Buster, Buster Keaton. Buster, Buster Keaton. Keaton. Yes, yes. Buster Keaton. Fucking hilarious. Uh, was hilarious. Didn't have to say a word. And, uh, well, I mean, they didn't. He was the, what was so. the guy's <laughs> name that does it? Well, uh, Mr. Not Mr. Magoo. Oh, my God. I'm fa- I'm not even drinking yet. Mr. Bean. Mis- he's Mr. Bean before Mr. Mr. Bean. Bean. Yes. Yeah, Mr. Bean. Rowan Atkinson. Rowan Atkinson. Yep. Yeah. I, that, that's another comedian who's very funny. The guys from, what is it? I'm thinking of it right now. John Monty Python. What is it? He, what is it? Um, uh, Mel Brooks did History of the World. Oh, Monty okay. Python, yeah, Monty My, Python was uh, Life of Brian. Life of Brian. That's uh, what I was thinking What is it? Of. The Holy Grail. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's stuff like that. So I remember, actually, I do remember seeing the Search for the Holy Grail. Uh, my dad had rented it. Mm-hmm. out of nowhere and then i didn't quite understand all the jokes but yeah. he just thought it was absolutely hilarious so i'm like oh my dad's watching he's laughing well i'll watch it i'll be honest with you like looking for comedy was never my thing i loved chris farley like mm-hmm. when it came to stand up what about police never- academy aaron oh my god i fucking love police academy yes yeah. don't fuck michael wins no i'm saying as a kid even i thought <laughs> oh, that was oh, hilarious oh, oh, yeah. and Sorry, then they made the car- oh god damn you're attacking me the Bobcat Gold with man, fucking yeah. fucking Michael fucking, Winslow. Oh yes. shit! Have you? Uh, so I went to his stand up. What? Winslow? Yeah, Winslow I would up. love to see him. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't because he does the Jimi Hendrix thing, and you know yeah. he's great with the. Wait, why you say so, it like that? So yeah, no, it wasn't good. <laughs> I've seen it, it on YouTube. It looked amazing. It was. It was he well, fading? No, it's great. It's that part's great, but. Uh-oh. Like you watch the YouTube's I'm like, we're about to go see him. Like this was a couple of years ago. We were about to go see him and we had like watched a couple, you know, YouTube videos or we just like, okay, well, it's cheap tickets. Let's go. And uh, it's the same thing. It's literally the same. He hasn't changed his act in years. But you're seeing it, seeing it in person. It, it didn't like affect you differently. Almost like an album. You hear an album, but you see the band in person. It's like, damn, it sounds even better in person. It didn't do I that. I think for music, for me, I understand what you're talking about when it comes to like music, bands, musicians. It's almost a religious experience where like, I'm hearing someone do uh, helicopter noises in sirens. It's not, it doesn't That's hit cool. the same. The only reason why, the only reason why. <laughs> He's a musician to me. You, the only reason why that tickles me because you went and saw it is because Key and Peele does a skit where it's Michael Winslow versus Bobby McFerrin. <laughs> because they both do the mouth noises and they're having a battle uh, <laughs> with the mouth noises and stuff like that. Bobby McFerrin is the one that ends up getting murdered. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so that was another one. <laughs> but those are, well, they don't do stand-up, but they're comedic actors, I guess. A naked gun back in those days. Naked, uh, Leslie, Leslie Nielsen. Nielsen. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. O.J. Simpson. But... O- yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. He, 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 hey, Aaron, he killed that role. Yeah, yeah. And pops from pops from John Witherspoon was in that movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So oh, damn. He was? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I would say that as comedy has evolved, has it evolved for the better or for the worse as of late, in your opinion? I'm glad you asked that question because I do have an opinion. Of course, we always yeah. have opinions on this yes. show. We're also trying to teach you at the same time. But there is, for some reason, a difference in comedic stylings, or at least what I've seen when it's compared to East Coast and West Coast. Yeah. A lot of West Coast comedians, I really don't enjoy as much as the uh, the East Coast. I don't enjoy the West Coast as much. I think the only one would probably be, for me anyways, is Tom Segura on the West Coast, but now he's moving to Austin. doesn't matter. <laughs> a lot of them have their own podcasts. You hear them constantly, you know, putting out content. Great. They look at comedy as this 
how you know what and it's maybe it's hard for me to understand because i don't have that passion for stand-up comedy i don't look at it as like religious and towing a line constantly where east coast a lot of east coast comedians or comedians that came from the east coast it's different they're willing to push those boundaries like you have Chappelle, you have shit tim dylan is one of them too uh who else um trying to think of uh, other comedians. Well, Legion of Skanks is another one. A lot of people don't like Legion of Skanks. The they they find that? him offensive. I look at it like what we were talking about before. It's all in the intent. Yeah. Um, they're trying to make you laugh. I think the you know with Patrice and all that stuff coming to East Coast. Yeah. Um, they made a name for themselves. My favorite comedian who doesn't even do stand up anymore, Nick Mullen, where okay. he's pushing the boundaries constantly on his podcast, Come Town. And if you listen to it and are easily offended, don't listen to it. Just you don't have to listen to it. Yeah, I would say that comedy has changed. Like, I find that more comedians in the millennial bracket enjoy being the awkward one in the group because it gives them more ammo for their shows. A good comedian that I just listened to, uh, and this isn't retro. I know we need to get back to retro, but a good comedian I just listened to is Jamie Loftus. She is funny and she just did. Well, she did a podcast some time ago called My Year in Mensa, where she applied to get into Mensa to talk about, you know, what the group was like and how far right it was. And she was hilarious. You know, I found her to be funny. You know, like they referred to her as a dumb cunt trying to get jokes and she went with it, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and I enjoyed listening to her. It was a really good podcast. And I thought, you know, it is what it is. You know, I I see a lot of comedians now. They're just like awkward. And I'm not going to say that I don't want to be biased. I don't want to say that I don't have too many female comedians that crack me up. I was just going to ask that. Like I, I saw one on Netflix like four or five years ago, you guys probably heard this name, Liza Schlesinger, Slinger. Yep. I like her. Uh, She's hilarious. Yeah. No? Just me? I, okay. I, I haven't oh. heard of her, but... Um, well, I didn't I like, get her name what, right. What's that girl's name? Silverman. I like Silverman. Sarah Silverman. Oh, yeah. I, I, I yeah. like her. I, don't, I, hadn't, yeah. I haven't really heard her comedy. Is it is it pretty good? Yeah. I mean, I just like... I don't know, man. It, I guess it depends on the comedian and what they're known for. So, but, what about well, Amy I was Schumer? Say, female, uh, female comedian for me, and then I know we can get back into the the retro stuff a little bit. But Annie Lederman, okay, by far Annie one Lederman. of the the best comedians ever. She's now West Coast, but it's we understand that it's a craft. You have to work on it and whatnot. But for some reason, I don't know. I'm just knowing like everyone. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I feel like they all have their nose up in the air about shit. Yeah. When it comes to their comedy, and if you don't laugh, you just don't get it. And I'm like, well, that's. Yeah not the case you, you know you say it's a craft and you're building a set you know i i don't know i think the fans fuck it up too go ahead don i'm sorry no you your point is probably better i was just gonna say i think the fans fuck it up too man it's kind of like when you're watching a comedic show and i'm gonna go a little off topic rick and morty you get into the show because it's funny but then the fans is what ruin it for you because you're like, maybe- oh you're not you're not smart enough for this type of comedy and then you're just like fuck you i'm just gonna go somewhere else yeah it's just like i'm not smart enough for this comedy he literally tried to tuck his dick between his legs <laughs> yeah 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 funny it's is just, funny man i don't think yeah. e- evolve it really is more so the observation of the time that causes comedy to evolve like what they're yeah. what, what they're responding to but i don't think i mean we just very talked good the, point we just talked yeah. about buster keaton like i looked at that in the 2000s and i was like oh this shit is still fucking funny yeah. yeah, funny is funny. Yeah, so yeah. No, that's that's the thing. I mean, maybe um, just like music, music good is good. Led yeah, Zeppelin is still good. My, I guess, 
maybe that's it. Maybe it's the the times we're living in where it's just like everything seems like it's not that it doesn't seem funny. It's just like, wow, you're, you're talking about the same thing over and over and over again. How many times have I heard about woke culture in comedy? It, it, for me and what we discussed last time, it doesn't work. Mm. It Being doesn't. woke in comedy does not work. But I will say that people who are identified, I will say if you're comfortable in your skin, you can make people laugh. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be woke, but it will make people think. I got, I heard a comedian the other day. Her name is her. She goes by she, her, them, uh, Flame Monroe, and funny, funny. I, 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 I want you to look them up. They are hilarious because uh, it's a Flame Monroe, and they, I mean, her comedy is his comedy, her comedy. They're hilarious, and they tell hella jokes, man. And and she came out in defense of Chappelle over the trans stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like, but she's not uh, right. No, she's trans. So okay. it's a, yeah, yeah. So he was like the community. I don't know what pronouns he used because he's just like I. I go with anything. It doesn't matter, you know. And <laughs> that's what <laughs> that's what that's what they said. But Flame Monroe is funny. She she's like I'm an old queen. I've been around for a long time and tells crazy jokes. And I listened to it because I was like, all right, let me listen to a trans comedian. And it, I found it to be entertaining. You know, she was telling jokes about how she went to tell a set in front of Hasidic Jews, you know, hmm. like she told some Jewish jokes and they loved it. And they didn't care that, you know, she might have titties up top and a dick down below. And oh, she the, kept I, I watched one of her. Yeah, I watched one of her Netflix comedy specials and she said she got pulled over by the police and she was like, the police pulled her over. Police was like, hey, pretty lady, where are you going? He's like, I'm sorry. You know, I'm just trying to get to my next location. You know, I won't be speeding. He's like, all right, just hold it. Slow down. Let me see your license. And she was like, see. Flame Monroe is who I am, but Marcus Peterson is who's on my driver's license. So, <laughs> so um, what he, what he, he was like, I'll just slow down. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Cause he was trying to get out of it without them knowing that the officers just saw her as a pretty woman and didn't realize that this was a guy. You know, and, uh, I wonder if you can use the, 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 the defense, like, well, Flame Monroe was driving fast but we my real name he wasn't driving fast <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> what the officer ends up saying to her is it true what they say about black women and he's like oh shit where are we going and he's like what's that officer and she's like the officer like they have like fat monkeys and shit like that <laughs> he was like i don't know what the and he was like in his head he was thinking i don't know what the monkey like but i know that giraffe is a motherfucker <laughs> 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 I, dude, fat I, monkeys i've yeah, never heard of that I pissed, one i pissed myself when i watched that she'll tell and you know what they she's pissed off the lgbt plus community because she's like you either have a dick or a pussy there's no in between because if it's in between i've been cheated i haven't got it yet so <laughs> it's just funny listening to somebody talk about this stuff now keep in mind i respect all i just find her observations to be hilarious and well, what she it's... said about Chappelle was mm-hmm. true that Chappelle is a comedian he's there to make you think I was not offended by it that's that well know? it's like what Don said comedy is comedy if you laugh you laugh it's you can't it's just like trying to appease people with comedy is impossible so why yeah. try to you're gonna work on your set you're gonna make people laugh if someone goes to a show and then you know we'll get back into the, the 80s old comedy stuff, yeah or what we remember if someone goes to a show to protest or or yell or say, you know, this is bullshit. You should be here, blah, blah, blah. Just don't go. You don't have to listen. 
turn it off. Yeah. That's the thing. And then you like verbally attack these people. It's, I don't know. It's crazy to me. I but, saw to touch on our 80 stuff or to what we know I, to bring you back, Arsenio back because Arsenio did stand up. Oh, yeah. Arsenio had a show once where the queer community came and protested. And they were like, why don't you have people queer on your show? And Arsenio was like, excuse me? Like, this was during a live recording. Like, why don't you have queer people on your show? And he was like, first off, I'm not Johnny and I'm not Donahue, so I will attack this head on. And he walked right up to him and he was like, because most queer people don't need you all up in their business and they don't want to tell you that they're queer. So so then they were like, he asked them, who do you think we should have on the show that's queer? And they couldn't answer. And he was just like, sit the fuck down. You know, like, you're on my show. You're trying to do that. You And that's the worst thing you can do. Go protest at a comedian's show. That's the worst thing you could do because they're already set up to handle a heckler. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I've seen that with Bill Maher. Bill Maher's a comedian. It's like I've stepping, seen people go heckle on his show. Oh, it's like stepping, stepping on a fucking landmine. Do you think yeah. It's they're, not going to go they're, well. They're for waiting you. for it. Yeah, <laughs> they're they they are battle hardened because you got to think other comedians roast each other all the fucking time, man. The best the best clapback I ever heard was uh, Richard Pryor. Somebody went to heckle him. He's like, "You're not funny, man." He's like, "Your mama, something, something." And he's like, "My mama." And they were like, "Keep doing the set." And he's like, "No, I'm about to hit this dude in the mouth with my dick." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really get into prior until I was later yeah. in life. I don't know about you guys. I think I got into him like early two thousands. Like I, yeah. like I've heard that he was yeah. funny, and I, I heard all these stories, but I never saw like his special until like I was like in college. But yeah, prior is prior Carlin and uh, Lenny Bruce. Mm-hmm. Those I was gonna guys, say, yeah, Lenny, are, uh, Lenny. Oh, sorry, I just interrupted. No, no, no. I was just gonna say that those guys are like the standard bearers for me. And then you have you get later into like Kennison, um, and who else? Who, who Eddie, else from Eddie Murphy? Like <laughs> Eddie Murphy, yeah. You know, like and even, even Roseanne. Jamie, Roseanne, yeah, was, yeah. You know, and a little later on, I I still find Jamie Foxx f- fucking hilarious. I, I do too. So do talented. Too. Um, yeah, very very much a comedian's comedian. Um, yes. Oh, and also this is not retro, but. Uh, Aziz, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, Aziz, it sucked what happened to him, but man, Aziz was very funny, and I, I, I could get with him. You know, like his comedy was very relatable. He know? reminds me of somebody, somebody we would have hung out in college. Yeah, with, like for sure, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah, but as far as like the things that you used to watch, Aaron, like back when you were a kid, you say you didn't seek out comedies like that. Well, uh, when it comes to stand up, it wasn't very big for me, but like improv stuff like Chris Farley, mm-hmm. um, you know, Jim uh, Carrey in Loving Color. Yeah. Well, Jim Carrey, when he was doing improv stuff, um, John Candy, that was kind of more my thing. And then when stand up got popular for me, it was kind of in high school with the Dane Cooks and the Mitch Hedbergs and whatnot. So I started looking at more stuff. Um, I'm not going to say that like, you know, I was listening to, or I was listening to Lenny Bruce's album when I was six years old. Like I just (laughs) fell in love with comedy. I wish that was the case. And then I, you know, did more research into Lenny Bruce and like, you know, it, you, then it comes down to, you know, as a kid, what anyone that says like, and may it's, it's different for all sorts of cultures. But like, for me, I'm a kid. I'm watching Gallagher smash watermelons. I'm laughing my ass off. Hell yeah. Like hitting people fucking, you know. And he's like voted one of the worst comedians. I'm like, and then Yakov Shmirnov. And I'm like, I saw all these guys. Yeah. 
to me, yeah, I'm, I'm probably lame when it came to this shit. But then everyone develops their own uh, their own taste. I, I I don't know, man. I just never really uh, searched it out, and I I don't know. It's strange because even the one person, the one community that I started getting into it when I was in elementary school was Chris Farley. Now, as your father probably told you, my name is Matt Foley, and I am a motivational speaker. Now, let's get started by letting me give you a little bit of a scenario of what my life is all about. First off, I am 35 years old, I am divorced, and I live in a van down by the river. And then when he died when I was in seventh grade, it was just like, there was no funny for me for a while until maybe senior year of high school where I started really getting back into people. Because Chris Farley, for me, end all be all. 100%. I don't think I had one comedian who was my end all be all. But someone we didn't mention who deserves to be mentioned is Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, yeah. Dude was hilarious, especially as self-deprecating comedy. I loved him in Caddyshack. Back to school, man. Uh, back to school. I never seen Caddyshack. Uh, the Ladybugs. What's the one where he was like the soccer coach? Lady, yeah, I think it's the, Ladybugs. Ladybugs. <laughs> <laughs> and that's is just man. Ronnie Dangerfield is just funny. Like he would tell all kinds of jokes that were at his own expense, especially about his sex life with his wife <laughs> and his doctor, Doctor Vinnie Boombots. so i i i have fond memories of all that growing up because my dad had a was into funny so it was like a wealth of comedians who we would watch i'm not gonna say i stayed up late and watched johnny carson but on those times he wasn't funny to me me to bed oh you didn't like johnny i didn't see that's what i'm saying when as a kid i was looking for the over the top gallagher type looney tunes crazy man shit yeah so i like jay leno when he started to like absorb the show Cause he was a little bit more over the top, but now yeah. that I look back and they do those, like, you know, those fucking late night infomercials, like, Oh, Johnny Carson with big man. And then yeah. I started to hear what he was saying. I'm like, Oh, he was funny. He was fucking yeah. hilarious. It was just yeah. dry. And I just didn't get it. But another one was Robin Harris, a uh, baby's kid. Yes. We baby kids. We don't die. We multiply. That was yes. my shit. Oh yes. shit. Yes. Fucking baby's kids. And that's when I was like, and Oh, big dick Willie. Big Dick, yeah. Big Dick Willie. Come on, Big Dick Willie. <laughs> the dad, the dad from uh, House Party. Yes. It was Kid's dad. Kid's dad. Yeah, and, uh, man. I didn't know they were supposed to make Bay Bay's kids into a live action film. And he died. So they couldn't make it into a live action film. So they made it into a cartoon instead. Oh, wow. And yeah. Faison Love did his voice for I that. Didn't know, no. I didn't know that that was the case. I didn't know. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. I, I watched so I watched Baby's Kids when I was a kid mm-hmm. because my mom thought it was a cartoon, and then we're watching it. Yeah. And I'm like, Ooh, okay, <laughs> that's exactly what happened to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wait, he is he saying what I think? He's like, oh, okay, thanks, mom. Well, just to like go into it, like, okay, joke theft, which is the you know you should never do that as a comedian. Um, I used to do it to his one of his jokes in particular. Where he's like, your mom, your mom is so stupid. She she thought it was chilly outside. She would have got a bowl. <laughs> I, <laughs> I remember, I remember the part because he's in the bathroom with a, what is it? The I can't remember her name, but she's got the press on toenails. Oh my god, baby's kids. But so the other thing I was going to mention, and I, I didn't mention it before, but the thing that really put me over the edge with stand up or just comedy in general when I started getting really into it, Conan O'Brien. Yes. Mm, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. That was my late night host. Like I didn't really care for Johnny. Like I just said, Jay was a breath of fresh air a little bit, but he was still old. 
But when mm-hmm. Conan came on, you're right, man. He it, he's still different. He's still like yeah, the alternative, he, you know. He, I would take Conan over anybody who's on right now. Yeah. I would because I like his comedy. I like the combination of him and Andy Richter, um, and I also enjoy how he throws himself into what he's doing. His writing is really good, mm-hmm. so uh, you can definitely get behind Conan. And I remember when they did his farewell tour on NBC. And he brought out all these different characters that were on the show, the masturbating bear, the coked up <laughs> werewolf. It was, it was it was funny. I watched that special over and over again because he was just funny, man. And still is still is. So. And uh, as everybody probably knows, uh, a writer for The Simpsons for many years. Yeah. And what made me think of him also is when you brought up uh, Farley dying, uh, Chris Farley dying. And I thought about phil hartman it's like man phil hartman was so fucking funny too yes Um, yeah we just lost uh another snl person uh, a couple what a couple weeks ago norm mcdonald norm mcdonald's another one yeah yeah oh those were like but the thing was is and i will be 100 percent honest i did not appreciate him when he was doing his thing like i liked his jokes because the humor especially the podcast or the show that he had Mm -hmm. um was absolutely hilarious because the jokes were like meant to be bad but it was like he'd look for your reaction type of thing i I don't know to me it was hilarious but like when you're um kind of growing up with that and it sucks because everyone's like oh i love norm mcdonald and i'm like half these people that were saying that it's like you didn't because it you don't appreciate those types of comedians until they're gone like chris far like if you look behind me i have a literal uh drawing of chris farley on my wall i have one that annie drew me too i think that in the room like i'm i'm obsessed with chris farley same thing with belushi all you know <laughs> that's all these. another yeah, was- i probably liked his worst movie which wasn't my worst movie from chris farley but was it barely hills ninja or yes <laughs> that was my shit was like, <laughs> this is yeah. so stupid it had fucking Luke kang in it right yeah yeah that was like chris it. rock chris, chris rock, rock was in there too oh shit yeah he was the valet probably my favorite of course tommy boy like tommy boy was i still never seen un- that are you fucking kidding me tommy boy, tommy is, boy is good i haven't un- seen caddyshack i haven't seen tommy boy i don't know oh man. my god caddyshack, am i canceled dude. you're gonna cancel me no no caddyshack you <laughs> whip your dick out we'll cancel you all right <laughs> i've seen half baked finally half baked was good i saw that late <laughs> too have you seen like, Dirty Work? What's that? Dirty Work. Dirty Work. I haven't seen Dirty Work. Oh my God! It's Norm Macdonald. Chris Farley's in it. Who else? Uh, I can't remember the comedian. Is it Adam? Adam is Adam Carolla in it? No, no, okay. he's not in it. it. I know who you're talking about. Uh, and my phone. Too fat to fish. He wrote Too Fat to Fish. The Too- uh, um, he was on SNL. Another comedian no. on SNL. Oh, no. well, never mind. It was a, a guy that was on um, Mad TV for a little bit before Will Sasso came on there he was the oh, other okay guy. he was only okay. on there for like a season but he's had you know drug related issues it sucks yeah. that i can't remember him I, I love his comedy but yeah now i feel yeah. like an asshole i just looked it up guess how old robin harris was when he died just first of all picture how he looked like how old do you think he was when he died i say 40 aaron uh 50 people say black don't crack this motherfucker was 36 i thought he was way older oh, than that. Wow, <laughs> he looked yeah. kind of old man. holy shit maybe it was just the persona that he projected and made yeah, him seem yeah. old but th- i'm older than this motherfucker oh my yeah. god i just remember all i remember all i remember is him beating kids ass at the end of that movie <laughs> i think he's from i think he's from chicago too like bernie yeah yeah bernie was a uh, bernie. Yeah. bernie was just so funny 
Yep. Kings of Comedy was. Oh, I don't yeah. Care that movie. I, yeah. Damn. No, Kings yeah. of Comedy was a, an amazing fucking yeah. special. Hell yeah. And I mean, I loved listening to Bernie. And let's not show, for, yeah the bernie mac show i was gonna say yeah. let's not forget the the antithesis to the kings of comedy the blue collar comedy tour with <laughs> Jeff, larry the cable guy oh yeah <laughs> bill ingwell god damn if comedy didn't die that's where it did well yeah. no uh what is it uh ron white he's fucking hilarious but, i like ron white I, yeah. I remember ron white i like him um, but i tim allen that's it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I like Tool Time back then. I, I did. Yeah, well, Tim Allen. Allen Tim Allen. Allen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a lot of stand up. I wasn't really into it, but he's oh, another oh. actor that is funny, you know, and some stuff. I mean, the Santa. <laughs> so you're Claus, struggling there, John. You're struggling. Uh, the Santa Claus. Uh, Buzz. Yeah. He's Buzz. Uh, out. Jungle to Jungle, where uh, uh, he's what? Mimi Siku. Yeah, uh, what was it? He well, no. Wait, what did I don't even understand how she got pregnant? She got pregnant when she was in New York, and then she went to the jungle to do what exactly? Who was his mom though? Do you remember that actress? His mom was no, I don't. Marcia Wallace f- from The Simpsons, Miss Krabappel. Oh no, shit. shit! Yeah, that was Marcia Wallace. Let me double check that, man. I could be. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll be that. putting all <laughs> out there. Um. Yeah, I just I didn't understand, you know, just she went there to I can't remember why she was there. Those movies like okay, so every comedian wanted a sitcom. And you have, you know, Jerry Seinfeld, um Seinfeld, who uh, well, Paul Reiser, Paul Reiser, Mad About You. Oh, from Mad yeah. About You. Yeah. I'm trying to think of uh of who else. He's on um he's on Larry David, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I cannot remember the comedian's name. The one that plays this his is like agent. his best friend. Yeah, oh. he's on the Goldbergs right now, right? Yeah, I, I know who you think he. Well, he, uh, it's the one episode where uh, he looks like one of the wines. Uh, what is it? Wine Jeff team? Garland. Yeah. Oh, I was wrong. <laughs> that was Joe Beth, Margaret Joe Beth Williams. Damn, I don't know how I got Marcia Wallace in there. That's all wrong. Yeah, bad, I was, bad, I was gonna John. Say. <laughs> bad John. Bad John. Yeah. But yeah, just comedy. Comedy in general. I guess one of the reasons why I think we pick this episode or kind of discuss it in my head was that there's this is really kind of a sad much. episode yeah because we're talking about that <laughs> i the know thing is, is that i think the whole malaise like i just i don't know about you guys but comedy for me really isn't the same anymore no it's not it's more political now like you have to take a jab at the current president or you have to pick a side in the political climate and really Comedy is supposed to have you think. It's supposed to shine a light on society. It's not there to make you comfortable. It's not there to make you safe. It's there to make you think. At least in my summation, that's what comedy is. Comedy is about making you... If you're offended by a comedic act, a, com- a comedian's set, then obviously they're talking about you because you're, the, you're not getting it. And a lot of people fail to see that. And I wouldn't go as far as to say, for me, this wasn't a sad episode. It really brought me into my comfort because a, a lot of these comedians I loved, you know, and I still do. I and only say sad, me, John, because a lot of these comedians live these sad lives. Oh, <laughs> like yeah, they make yeah. us laugh, but it's like, that's what I meant. I mean, we didn't really yeah, yeah. <laughs> explain that so far on the show. But yeah, a lot of these fucking comedians, like Richard Pryor, obviously, well-documented. Sam Kennison. Sam Kennison, uh, yeah. Yeah, a, a lot of them have had really sad lives. And you know, another comedian we didn't bring up, he's still alive, Jerry Seinfeld. He's he around that time. Oh, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I, and so. there's another guy who was kind of like you. Aaron probably would know more than we would, John. I'm just going to guess. But the, I just got into him like four or five years ago. He died. 
of a drug overdose in the 90s and he was a white comet who mm-hmm. told jokes but it was very weird how he did it he was like yeah this this joke's kind of it's probably gonna suck but i'm gonna tell it anyway it was like i can't think of his fucking name but he was very popular but he was kind of like a uh, kind of like a cult favorite do you do you know who i'm talking about <laughs> Yeah, t- uh, I know that's not narrowly down. Dead too, so I can't look it oh, up. Oh, okay. Well, fuck it. I'll look it up. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, <laughs> well, I was gonna say, you know, it's it's not the the sad episode um, per se, like what Don was saying. But <laughs> in order to get laughs, in order to get comedy, you have to like, I don't know, bad shit's gotta happen to you. Yeah, it's kind of what it is. It's like uh, you go through a Mitch lot of hardship Hedberg. and whatnot Mitch in order Hedberg. to. I'm sorry, Mitch. Oh, Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, him. He was fine. Oh, I, yeah. What was it? Yeah, that's what I, uh, in high school is Mitch Hedberg. Did you say Mitch Hedberg? Um, I didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah, I did. Oh my god, I zoned out. You gotta, you're good. You gotta, I interrupted you to make a point that you already made. Isn't that great? No. This is some good wine. Yeah, <laughs> Not you gotta really. laugh to keep from crying. Exactly. This, Robin Williams world. wasn't he? Robin up? Williams was another but one. Then that. you bring up the the saddest. Oh, I'm sorry. That was the worst <laughs> one to go, man. That was rough. <laughs> and that that was tough, dude. And we didn't even talk too much about him because I remember watching the TV story on him. And him and Belushi were close. And I remember he was doing a set and Belushi came in there to heckle him. <laughs> and they started going back and forth. And the audience just was dying because they thought they didn't know each other. And mm-hmm. they were just going back and forth, telling jokes to one another, John Belushi and Robin Williams. And another comedian, Chris Rock, did an interview and he was talking about Farley. And he said that he knew he wasn't going to see Farley again because the night that he ran into Chris, he said, hey, man, we should hang out to, uh, tomorrow or something. And Chris just was all over the place. He was saying like, yeah, man, you know, we should do that. And like his mind wasn't in the, the moment. And he said that next day that Chris was gone. Oh, shit, that's me every this day. This is a sad episode. I told you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. People are going to that see the title, Comedians. The least funniest Sorry, episode. Yeah, this we're is talking about stand Well, who was the funniest to you guys in the 90s? Like either comedic actor or comedian? Chris Farley. 100%. In the I 90s? In the 90s, yeah. Well, he died in 97, but that mm-hmm. was like my NLB. I, I liked Jim Carrey, but I don't know what it was. Tommy Boy just hit differently for me. And a lot of people will say, you know, like, oh, the jokes and everything were great. But there was actually, if you watch the movie, there's more to it than that. Yeah. There's, you know, layers. It's like about a town that is going to cave in in itself. It's like a Flint, yeah. like a Detroit yeah. based around this one company. And this company is the only thing that's holding it up. And if it goes under, you know, it's done. So, you know, like it. It's you know what? I'm gonna watch that Midwest. tonight. It's very Midwest, and that's yeah. why I liked it so much. Well, I was gonna say it's like one of the the one thing that my dad and I, you know, can always agree on. And one great memory that I have going to the movies with him on a Sunday to go see Tommy Boy with my brothers. Like that was I don't know after after the movie I was just repeating the lines over and over and over again. And it's I don't know I don't know I, you you don't get that feeling anymore as an adult. Or as much, even when you yeah. go to comedy shows, it's like that feeling of being a kid and just, I don't know, not worrying about anything. Yeah. And then having that comedian voice, fuck, dude, this is a sad episode. Well, <laughs> I can't get over the fact well, that we're talking about comedians. But what about Carlos Mancina? Or, well, he's not 90s, though. No, fuck he? that dumbass. <laughs> what is it? I, I can't remember. Isn't his name Paul Mencia? or something? It's like something. He's from Minnesota. No uh, way. Not even uh, fucking Mexican. It said Honduras. I, I will, I'll say this. So for me, it's not somebody that we listed, but he was comedy for me in the 90s. And I'm going to say Sinbad. Oh, oh yeah. Sinbad. Yeah. 100%. I saw his stand I saw his stand up. Yeah. Yeah. He was funny. Fucking good. He is good. Sinbad. Yeah. Sinbad made me laugh because number one, he was on a show that I really like called A Different, Different World. World. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. he did a movie in the early 90s that all comedians had to do a Disney movie in the early 90s, First Kid, where he played the <laughs> uh, 
Secret Service agent to the president's son. And you and I, I already had this uh, conversation. I won't mention much, but the conversation about the president's son <laughs> as an older man. But <laughs> that's for a different podcast. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So he was the he had to watch him and he was trying to get him, teach him about his first date and all this crazy stuff. But I really enjoyed that. And he made that huge spitball. I'll never forget it. And he used the paper <laughs> towel cord to spit it out. <laughs> I was going to say, not even, uh, what was that? First kid? Screw that. House guest. House guest was another. Bill Hartman. Yes. Oh, my God. That yeah. was so fucking good. Jingle all the way. Oh, where yep. he's the yeah. postman. And that was funny, too. Funniest movie so, of the 90s? Tommy Boy. Fun- oh, okay. Friday. <laughs> Friday. It's, Friday. It's still fucking funny Friday. to me. Yeah. Or Friday. drinking your juice while in the hood. That was Holy pretty shit. fucking funny. My That's mom did not. She one, rented too. that fucking movie. <laughs> oh, my did God. did not expect what was going to happen. Because I'm like, I want to see it. It's the Wayans Brothers. And, like, their show had you know been on and it's i was like oh god we got we have to get this and it's like it's the wayne brothers and i like i'm gonna get you sucker was yes another yes. one that, that i had seen one. when i was a kid wait oh and then the other one I, and i brought this up before mo money mo money oh, yes my yeah. brothers and i still use the line like when we're in the bathroom we'll yell out anybody got some paper <laughs> <laughs> it's just a dude taking a shit in a hat <laughs> i just remember off uh don't be a menace to south central yeah when they're, when they're yep. doing when they're doing the standoff and he opens the back of the, <laughs> the rocket truck, launcher like, do we have a problem <laughs> <laughs> and the gangster in the car is like what's you sir because it's the ussr on <laughs> What about the grandma from two, two, the, the TV the show? Two, two, seven, two, seven, yeah. Smoking a fucking a newspaper blunt. Just <laughs> filled with weed. Oh, my God. I die every time I see her. She's like, you better get your ass out of here before I set it off like Nakasaki. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah I, I'll say yeah. Friday pound for pound. But yeah. I think the South Central, um, that's my second. That's yeah. my second one. But uh, So Tommy Boy for you and you, John, you said what? Oh, well, if I'm going to say the funniest movie in the 90s for me, Blank Man. Oh, Blank yep, Man? Yep. Jesus Blank Christ. Man. <laughs> you would. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I'm a, I'm a crime fighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You can't yeah, make, you that make that movie. That movie. I was gonna... <laughs> you can't no, make that movie. I make that movie today. You couldn't make that movie. And it was so sad when that ghetto robot died. J5! J5! <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Wasn't it based off of a character, though? Yeah. Um, in Living Color? Handicap yeah. Man? Handicap Man. Uh, handicap Man. Yeah, never, never underestimate the power of the handicap. Oh my god, you couldn't do that show now. No. You couldn't do it. You couldn't do oh it even god. with those skits, man. You could not do that show right now. Uh, so yeah. I was going to mention something, and then what is it? Shane Gillis. Okay, so real quick, everyone knows Shane Gillis from one thing. Probably he was canceled. He was going to go on SNL, but he had made a a joke that people thought was derogatory towards Asians. I'm not going to mention it here, but like if you listen to it, it's a joke. Yeah. Like that's kind of how I look at it. But he has this sketch comedy show on YouTube. It is completely the the funniest fucking thing I've ever seen. Better than SNL, better than anything that's out there right now. Okay. What is it? It's a uh, Gilly fuck, I'm going to fuck it up. It's Gillies and Keys or Keeves. Gilly and Keeves. And if you love comedy, that is honestly the funniest thing out right now. And it's not just that. He does stand-up, and he's absolutely hilarious. But I just, I haven't been able to find anything funny other than Come Town, the podcast, yeah, and then yeah. this. And uh, we're talking about, like, you know, our favorites right now, our currents. It's, it's not a funny time right now. You ever been yeah. heckled before? Have I ever been heckled? Yeah. In middle school. Yeah, how did you respond? That was just that was just being bullied. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, more or less. Oh, I've been heckled uh, being on stage. It was... <laughs> Oh, uh, that's right. You did. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. It's funny now. <laughs> it wasn't funny yeah. then, but it's funny. No, now. no, no. My brother, 
does sketch comedy. Uh, oh, that's right. Club. That's he right. does sketch comedy. You should have uh, brought him out. on the fucking show for this fucking I, episode. I know I should have. He does sketch comedy out in Chicago for Second City. And he Holy got shit. a call for SNL at the table he was sitting at with Shane Gillis. And he was there that night that shit happened. No way. So he was like, yeah, we were sitting there and Shane came to the table and Shane was like, you have daddy issues. You got this going on. You got that going on. Like, that's what he did. He just went around the table and he was just, <laughs> that's how he did. He said, I'm, he was like, I'm fucked up because of this. You've got daddy issues and this stuff and that. And my brother's like, oh, whatever. You know, like he's just sitting there like taking this in. He was, in, he was at ground zero. That's crazy. Yeah. And, and he, you know, he said he heard the jokes, but you know, it wasn't really stuff that resonated with him. He's just like, Hey, he's just a comedian. And he lost out. I think I don't want to misquote this. I wish I would have had my brother on here, but I think he lost out to Shane. So, oh, really? Yeah. I oh, think. shit. Okay. <laughs> no, no, he still didn't get a call back. And I, my brother's doing well, man. Like he, he was just writing for CBS. So oh wow, he's doing he's doing all right. So look at you. Um, what the fuck, man? Is he it? had a right? He was in, he was doing a uh, what was it? A writing tank where they bring so many writers from all over the country to write and see what well sticks on the wall so they did that so well, what, what if we uh you know could, could he um uh yeah could 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 could, 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 could little, he, little uh, wink, promote wink. uh promote us yeah. wink, uh, wink, yeah. wink. he's on he's on he's on our twitter so i mean yeah I, I he's also our him. loyal listener this is great just like my brother yeah. loyal yeah, listener. yeah 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 <laughs> like they listen to us but they're like in their own little world they're, they're like just, uh <laughs> silent investors yeah yeah yeah, yeah or yeah. more yeah. wow you, yeah you guys have like you know, cool brothers. I got a oh, Christian brother who uh, <laughs> probably mildly racist. <laughs> oh, it's a race uh, between us. It's a race to to fame. Like I'm not looking for fame, and he's not looking for it either. It just so happens that we're doing stuff where it's going to draw attention. So we'll see what happens. You know, and uh, yeah, we're, I'm we're, happy for him. We're doing this to shy away from like oh, like I was when I was on stage shaking my yeah. ass. <laughs> this is the race. The this is the great cancel race to see like which one. Ooh. Of us Ooh, I like this. <laughs> hey, John, you look great today. You're looking like a young Marvin Gaye. I like that hat. Uh, yeah, man, I'm uh, feeling pretty good. Thanks. But yeah, we're racing to see oh, when this becomes a one-man show. So, <laughs> Well, I was going to say is just like it's to talk about comedy in reality with with this show we learned to talk about comedy isn't really funny and we talk about or try to reiterate jokes and it does not have the same impact as the person that said it i'm realizing that now so when i've like put out jokes and whatnot it comedy is not funny (laughs) (laughs) wow you summed that up really well yeah comedy i'm a regular play toe (laughs) you know next time we'll have a comedian to come on with us yeah and talk about aaron you don't like that idea you're gonna push what? back on that. I think we should like bring on a comedian, even if it's no, a local 100%. comedian. I'm not really? pushing back on it. No, man, huh. fucking uh, okay. yeah, sit on that dick. I, I want to tell. I wish I knew the comedian who told the joke about the monkey, where he was like, he was like, what did he say? He was like, our kids. I'm not gonna say it on here. He said, kids that are the hard R kids have strength like apes. And he's like, have you ever? He's like, could you imagine what it would be like if you had a hard R monkey? Like what kind of strength they would have? <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> I gotta figure out who. Yeah, who yeah. wrote that joke? Do you know I apes? Who wrote that joke? I want to say it was no. I'm, I'm not gonna say it out here because then somebody will go and write it, and then it'll be and a Twitter post, and then yeah. uh, he said he said that he said that. I was gonna say, audience, sorry, probably the least funniest episode, and we're talking about. See, we're funny when we like talking about shit, but yeah, no. talking about comedy isn't funny, is it? Unless you're uh, like a comedian, or we're talking. I think about- okay, so to just 
put this out there when other comedians talk about comedy it's really not funny either. it's yeah. just them sucking their own dick okay well aaron that's true however it's like watching a chef break down the food like okay yeah we're gonna do this we're gonna do that it's like yeah it's not so much like yeah it, i can tell it tastes good but it's like interesting how they're describing it so i feel I like shit how you butcher it just fucking feed it to me well like those fucking t- <laughs> tasty videos where it makes me want to like wow you know what I'm talking about? Those tasty videos on like Facebook and shit. Oh yeah, no. You see like a fucking like I want to cook that cheeseburger sandwich, and I'm like, what the fuck is? Yeah, that I like hearing the process that the comedians have, especially when like they're bombing and they're like, okay, what do I do to get out of bombing? So, yeah, that's that is an interesting aspect when it's like they're they're explaining the crap. You know what? You're right a little bit, but it's not funny. No, no, it's not funny, but it's interesting. Yeah, see, it's interesting. It's like the same thing with uh, Bourdain. But it's got to be a certain type of person because Bourdain would explain culture, not just cooking, but culture in general in a way that was appealing to people. Like Comedians they, do that all the time. Yeah. So how about we do that with podcasting? How about we explain the, the you know, like this is how you podcast. You tell a bunch of dick and fart jokes. Maybe some people listen. Maybe some people uh, call you possibly autistic. Maybe sometimes people make fun of your weight. Maybe sometimes people say that you have a tiny penis. It comes with the territory. So what? some phallic taste. <laughs> so the only way to make it land is it has to be phallic in nature. Or self-deprecating. And you gotta have to have some sound bites. But yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty much it. Sound bites, music, and wrap it up, motherfucker. Uh, try to make it an hour. See, we're giving for, we're giving away our trade secrets here. You yeah, can find more so. of our trade secrets on our extra extra episodes that you can buy for membership only on Patreon or buy me a coffee app. Hell yeah, and then you got the newsletter. Make sure you sign up for the newsletter. Yes. Cuz you're going to get we, the updates of what yeah, we're going to do in the future. Updates, get some daily dose of what's going on in our lives and things like that. So that ought to be fun. You know, trade secrets where it's mostly just weed and wine. Yeah. I'll, yeah. We can give you and, our and failed, the, like, uh, fucking stock picks that don't give us no money. Yeah, what's up with Shibu, man? I thought I was going to get some money off that. Well, what the fuck are you talking should, about? It just bounced back, motherfucker. It did? <laughs> yeah, bounced oh, back. I bought I more today. I got, I'm, well, I'm, keep buying. Bye, guys. We'll see you later. Woo, later bye. Guys. Enjoy your weekend After night. School Special Podcast.com is our website. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, like and subscribe. Share. Donate.